Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up? What's up, Chicago? Uh, this is your boy, Robert Bobby Reed, one of the hosts of All Ball Chicago, uh, uh, co-host of All Ball Chicago. Man, we're in a very somber moment. I got the legend, the host, Marcus Liberty on the line. We're in a very sober moment, man, because we lost one of the greats, and we wanted to get straight to it. Marcus Liberty, man, welcome again to All Ball Chicago Believe Network. What's up, Marcus? Hey, everyone. How you doing, Bob? What's going on, my man? All is well on this end. Man, it's glad to hear from you, man. And, you know, we really want to continue to give the people what they want. And um, it's just not a better – it's no better time than the present right now to just give some um, – Love to, to our man, uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. And you got some phenomenal stories that you were sharing with me, man. So let's just get straight to the skinny, man. Man, I'm all in, dude. Uh, yeah, first of all, man, rest in peace. And my condolences goes out to uh, Kobe family and all of the people that was involved in that tragic tragedy that we saw this past week. This past weekend, man. So my condolences goes out to all the families uh, and friends. I mean, we all we all came accustomed to watching Kobe Bryant grow up right in front of our eyes. Uh, 17, 18 year old guy being drafted, his ups and his downs, uh, some of his pitfalls and some of his rise, the way he handled himself as a young uh, up and coming superstar in the NBA the cockiness that he had, some loved it, some didn't, um, the swag that he brought to the NBA. It's just a whole lot, man. And I can remember meeting uh, his father, Joe, and um, him telling me stories about Kobe uh, growing up in PA and, and how he used to go to different parks and rec, rec, recreation centers throughout, you know, PA and how he just wanted to just battle whoever was on the court, especially his peers, because he was like, I may have to see them one day. And I'm, and I'm saying to myself, really, he was thinking like that at that age, that mentality that I'm going to put the fear in you. Cause if you see me again, whether that's in a city uh, playoff, high school playoff game or, or the state playoff game, so when you see me, you you will you will automatically have that fear in you because of what I did to you in the park. And the <laughs> you know, man, it's it's, it's amazing, man, just to hear that. That's nasty. So he his dad would tell me those type of stories, and I would and I would just be sit back in awe because just listening to him and then actually seeing him and the way he competed on that basketball court was phenomenal. And and I always try to tell the kids that I talk to. I always mention Kobe Bryant when I'm talking, and it's crazy. You know, it, this is way before, you know, all of this stuff happened because I was, you know, I followed him a lot, and I, right. I respected him. Even though I'm older than him, mm -hmm. I respect his grind, man. His grind was like, like no other. I mean, of course, we all know he looked up to Michael Jordan, and he mimicked a lot of his his style. But it's like you heard the, some of the reporters talk about this that he took Michael Jordan some of his moves, but he also made it his own. Like, he was like, I'm going to try to do it better than Mike. Yes, he did, man. Yes, he did. And he was bold enough to step out there and do that, man. And, and, and Liam, I got I to gotta put this in there. When Michael Jordan was leaving the NBA, I was, like, hurting, like, who going to be able to fill this void? 
And then this boy come along, chew gum, walk like him, talk like him. You feel me, man? The man mimicked him to a T, dog. Man, and I think that's why a lot of us, we were, we were kind of like, like iffy about it at first. Like, man, come on. Yeah. But yeah. If you want to, if you want to pattern yourself after someone, why not the greatest? You right. Know, Michael, Jordan, Michael Jordan, in my eyes, was the greatest, right? So why not pattern your game after him? You know, he had that. Michael had that killer instinct. Michael had that that fadeaway jump shot that you see. You know, Kobe. You know, was doing. Michael had the dribble moves. You write everything that I watched. Everything. Yep, everything I watched. Mike do. Kobe Kobe did it. Kobe was doing it, man. They got that video. You seen that video when they put their moves on split screen? Yeah. And he doing exactly the same thing. Man, and then to see Kobe pass that down to his daughter. Yeah. 11-, 12-year-olds. I mean, she was 11 and 12. And you see that that fadeaway jump shot. Like, she did it and nailed it. I'm like, oh, Lord, this is going to be crazy, man, because that's what got him back into the game. His daughter, you know, Gigi, because he was he was stepping away from it because he was like, nah, I did my thing on the court and I'm, I don't want to be involved. So he said he wasn't even going to games. Right. But his daughter started playing, so he had to get back into it. Let us see some of the games, some of the girls' games, some of the, the guys' game. Look at their footwork, some of the things that they were doing. Kobe Bryant was a student of the game, so he just didn't do what he was good at. He would watch and take stuff from other people. That was what made him great. And I want to mention this about him that you know that made a, a million percent sense, man. People, one of the announcers asked him in an interview. I was watching an uh, old interview that he had. They were like, what be going through your mind when you make that last shot? He said, what people don't understand is I had certain spots on the court that I was getting to to get my buckets. Like, it looked like it was random to other people, but I had practiced those shots in those spots a million times. The sweet spot, man. Yeah. You know, and, and and a lot of people do that. A lot of do a lot of. I used to practice that too. You get me in that certain area, you might as well count because the repetitions that I did. See, Kobe Bryant. A lot of NBA guys don't give you the secret. Kobe Bryant was giving us the secret to success. Is is whether you were is is if you were listening to it or not. You know, if you were listening to it and you go out there or write down the things that he was saying and then go back and say, oh. This is what he was talking about. Oh, this is what he did. Oh, right. I get it. But right. a lot of people were just thinking that he was going to be here. <laughs> Excuse me. Thinking he was going to be here for a while. So you didn't really pay too much attention. So yeah, they was it, pushing him to the side. They was yeah. pushing Braun in front of him like, like he never happened, though, man. You know? And I think that when, he, when this happened, people start, like, thinking, hold on, wait. We can lose somebody. And we won't be able to get on the internet and, and bash people and do the things that we, we normally like to do because he's no longer here. And who bashes no. a dead man? So, yeah, man. Kobe, man, I remember. And, you know, I remember when Kobe Bryant first came out, people was hating on him like they doing LeBron right now, man. I'm telling you, I remember that, man, because they felt like he was a ball hog. He was, he was cocky. He was arrogant. People was not ready for his style. And and I'm gonna tell you, man, you don't have that. He just goes to show you that you don't have to comply with what people think you should do. 
You do it your way. Right. You know? Right. I mean, Kobe, Kobe to me, <clears throat> Kobe came up with his own name. He came up with that Black Mama. He came up with that. Yeah. He did his research. Did his research. And he came up with that. He created. So what it what it what it seems to me, and I'm just gonna say this is me talking. I don't I didn't hear it from anybody, but he wanted to create not Kobe Bryant. He was Kobe Bryant, but he wanted to create a superhero. So the black mama came. Mm-hmm. So he separated the two. He separated right. the two. So when when you when you see Kobe Bryant, yeah, he cool Kobe Bryant. But then when you get on that court, he becomes that black mamba. Totally right. different dude. So now it takes him to a whole nother atmosphere. Like you guys right. can't touch. Ooh, that's a good, 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 good. <laughs> you right. You broke that down. That's true. I mean, you really think that about that alter eagle. Yeah, because he got in a little trouble under Kobe Bryant. Right. And I think to get us off of not me, but the people, the media, the people who were writing the things about you know the things that he had done off the court. Uh, got in some trouble. So he said, you know what? To get the people off of that and start thinking about something totally different, I'm come up with this name called Black Mamba. And he came up with the Black Mamba, uh, the mentality, and it took off and ran. And then everybody got excited, you know, again, and everybody stopped thinking about, you know, what happened off the court. It was a, it was a smart move on his part because now he becomes this, this super character, this superhero, and started doing a lot of great things under that that black that black mama's uh, brand. Right, and and yeah, man. I mean, it was it was just it was a marketing genius, and and to speak on that, you know, there was some mumblings going around that he's going through a, a lawsuit right now with a pharmaceutical company that's uh, suing him for that name, the black mamba. And it's a, you know, it's a lot of speculation, and I will never get into that. But I would just say this: Kobe Bryant, in my opinion, is the greatest player of his era, and that's that's the way that we will put that. We're not putting him above Michael. We're not each player have their turn, you know, and that's just what it is. And I, I, I just, I know the barbershop talk is gonna always be there where people want to compare, but me. Hey man, each guy, I thank them for what they did. And you know, and you know another thing, Bob, what I, I loved about Kobe, he heard a lot of that stuff, the comparison, who's the greatest. And you know what he 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 his response always bent like when I hear him talking, I don't play no more. Like I'm not in the conversation. So don't put me in that conversation because I'm I can't I can't defend myself because I'm not out there no more. Mm-hmm. So I never, I mean, he got a chance to play against Mike, but he played against Mike on the way on his way down. Yeah, Mike was, said, that was 98. Mike was on his way out. And he said this, though. He said that if, like, I think one of the guys on one of those uh, shows said that uh, Kobe actually said he can get it, he can get with Mike, and he can do his thing against Mike. Like, he would, he would you know, bust him. And, and they kind of, confirmed it that he did say that but it just would have brought out the best in both of them because both of them was like competitors so I couldn't see Mike giving up on him and I can see Kobe giving up on Mike right you know, so those two lions would have been going at it man like but like hey, crazy. hey hey big bro but in, in, in uh, Michael George's defense I remember Michael's rebuttal to that well it's gonna be pretty hard to 
stick somebody that's using my stuff. <laughs> Michael said it. He was like, I mean, I'm looking at a mirror of me. This kid plays exactly like me. I, I can't guard me. <laughs> but think about, but think about it, man. Michael was humble enough to mentor Kobe. Yeah. And Kobe is, was humble enough to mentor. Do you hear all these guys talking about he mentored them on the side? Yeah. Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, Paul George, DeRosa. I mean, I can go on and on. Uh, yeah. These guys that, that said. CP3. They said he was a mentor, man. He he actually was dropping dropping gems on them, man, and, like, showing them things and telling them, hey, you do it this way or you do it that way, and then the workout, it'll come out better at the end if you shot fake or, or do, you know, this certain right. things. Man, those, he was, he, he was one of those nuances, guys. The nuances, right? Yeah, I think, I think if you had a lot of players back then, but you also got to know that you got to want to put the work in. Kobe said something that was like on point, man, with me. And I understood it like to the T. Like when he said, everybody wants to be great, but they don't put the work in to be that person or be that player. Right. So anybody say, I'm going to be great, but what are you doing? I mean, he talking about working, working, working out at 430 getting up at 4.30 and going to work out at 5 o'clock in the morning, shooting, making 500 jump shots. This is in high school, 500 jump shots, and then coming after school and doing another 500. Right. Come on, man. This that's is in nasty. high school, this kid. That's nasty. That and it, and it showed in his game, though. His game was so, so, like, I got this uh, Phenom's DVD with uh, him, Jermaine O'Neal, uh, KG, uh, and somebody else on there, they all came out of high school. And right. it was, it's, uh, when he was at Lowell Marion. And it was amazing, man, how he was treating the game. The dude called a press conference to say he was going to the league from high school, man. Who does that? Right. Right. He was the one, man, to me, that actually made, <clears throat> that, made that high school transition popular. Like, when he did that. I mean, everybody wanted to watch this kid to see what was his next move going to be. You know, he, they watched his prom. They watched to see who he went on. I think he went on his prom date with a celebrity. Uh, he, 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 he demanded that he didn't want to play for the team that drafted him. So he was doing a lot of stuff, man, that, that, that a lot of young, young dudes wouldn't even think about doing. Yeah. You know, so – It's a, it's a, it's amazing, man. I think Bob, when you look at someone like him, they they don't come around as much, you know. Like every once in a blue moon, you see a Kobe Bryant, a Michael Jordan, a Magic Johnson. You don't see those type of players come through just random. It's every it's every, like every twenty years, man. It's like. You know, and we, you know, we might not want to give it to LeBron James, but he's he's doing the work that it takes to be on that in that conversation. And you I know, mean, you look he, at come, he come out of high school. You know, it's just that that pedigree, man. Don't come around from our community, and and we're blessed to be able to say we've seen a few. It's just, man, like we're not talking really about LeBron in this segment, but it's just what when people talk about Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan. 
they talk about guys that have that dog mentality that 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 you know when i when i get the ball i'm just going to try to destroy you and lebron wow. james and i think someone said this too michael jordan and kobe bryant if you looked at their whole career they always played the game even though it was four of the players out there they always played it like individual like this i'm the man yeah. lebron james on the other hand he's more of a team like he wants to get everybody involved not to say Kobe and Mike didn't want to do that, but their mentality to me always has been it was vicious months. They was vicious. Yeah, they was vicious. Yeah, them yeah. two, them two, anytime, you know, I, I, okay, so if we talking like that killer instinct, they they gave it to three guys of that pedigree. And they said Mike was one, Kobe two, Wade three. Okay. But hey, but to Kobe Bryant and and what you were saying to rewind back to what you were saying, no one in the world had this on their radar for Kobe Bryant's career. If you would have said Kobe Bryant was gonna die in a helicopter crash, man, at forty-one years old, you would have lost all the money in the world. And that's why we all been gutted behind this, and uh, we all gonna learn from this, all of us, man. Yeah, I mean, we have, we have to put it in perspective, man, life that you just never know when your time is going to come. So you have to live your life to the fullest. And I think that's what Kobe Bryant was doing. He was living his life to the fullest. I mean, he's going off doing, he's branching off doing his venture uh, in business, you know, starting his empire. Uh, so he started doing children books, you know, he started doing movies. He, he started doing uh, documentaries. He started breaking down guys' game in the NBA. I mean, he started mm -hmm. doing a lot of things that made him happy because he wasn't playing basketball. So his next 40 years was going to be off the charts, man. But it was cut short because, I mean, he didn't go out the house. He didn't leave out the house and say, this is going to be my last time seeing my family or, 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 or his wife looking at him like, oh, well, I won't see you no more. They wasn't thinking like that, man. And it's, it's heart, feeling, heart feeling, feeling to me. Because I understand now that we're not promised tomorrow. We're not. We're not promised tomorrow. So what are we going to do now? So when, when, when our time comes to expire, when, when our life is expired on this, this planet Earth, what are we going to do? Are you, so, are you sobbing in, in your own mess or, or or you got differences with somebody that you don't want to talk to no more or you uh, out and about and just mad at the world you know cut it out we need to just cut it out man and just say you know what if nothing else i'm gonna take this from kobe Bryant, man i'm gonna live my life to the fullest and i'm not going to get caught up in everybody else's mess and i'm gonna live my life to the fullest and sure it's gonna be some ups and downs in my life but if i wake up and go out there and do my best every day, then everything will be okay. That's that's real talk, man. That's real talk. Because anybody that's, that that wasn't affected by this, they just, I mean, I, I they, they 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 don't get it, and um, we can't make them get it. So that's what it is, big bro. You know and that young man, and that young man, Bob has so much passion, man, for for the game, man, and he gave it he gave it his all every time, even when he scored. 
they showed the game when he scored 81 points. I was like, he was out there. He was out there pressing, man. Like, I, I got. I'm, he blacked I'm, out. Yeah. He blacked out. That was a blackout, man. Yeah. You've been in one of the modes where everything you could do, if you could kick one in. You know what that feel like. Yeah. But now, my, we don't know what 81 feel like, but I know what getting 40. I didn't got 40 in a game before. And no, uh, this was this was this game was well thought out. Bob. I'm just gonna tell you that Kobe Bryant was going for 100 points this game, 100 plus. That you, game, you knew it. You could tell, man. It was like he was close. I, I guess against Dallas, the Mavericks, he had like 60. I want to say 61, maybe. Uh, and he got taken out of the game, so he didn't even finish the game. Right. Well, he was. I guess him and Phil, you know, talked and said, you know what? If I get close to it. Don't take me out when I'm in that groove and I'm in that rhythm. Don't take me out because, you know, I think he he knew that I wanted to leave something really big for the next generation, and 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 that's what he did, man. I mean, scoring 81 points, the second uh, highest uh, point total in NBA history behind the great Wilt Chamberlain. That's nasty. That and he's a nasty. what Kobe is a, a six six <laughs> shooting guard. Will Chamberlain, Will Chamberlain was what seven foot. Yeah, that's a man. It's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. It's amazing. I know we all get caught up in our feelings, but at the same time, man, you have to respect that guy's game. He had it. I mean, he had a, a tremendous career, and he left. Uh, he left us all with great memories, and I think that's. The key that we all know we can hold on to is go back to watching some of the videos that Kobe played and the games he played in, and it's going to bring that joy back. Even though we all sad right now, but if we go back and listen to some of the videos of, of him talking and, and some of the games he played in, I think it will it will help, you know, ease the, healing. the pain. It'll, it'll help the it'll, healing. It'll, it'll help ease the pain, man. So, so. Anybody out there, I mean, listening to us, you know, on All Ball Chicago, man, make sure you go and just go somewhere, man, and look at it. If you're feeling down and out about, you know, the loss of the great Kobe Bryant, go look at some of the videos, man, and, and watch how he played. Yep, I agree 1,000%, one, 1, man. And we want to really jump on and dedicate this episode to, to KB24. Uh, Cause me and Liv, we old men, man. We're a little older, and we we watched him grow as a as a young man. And, and we want young people to pay attention to the process and don't get so caught up in in all the hype, but put the work in, man. And that was a guy who definitely put the work in. So and, and Bob, we saw it. I mean, we saw it firsthand that he stumbled when he first got in there. He wasn't like everybody was like he when he first got in the league. He was shooting air balls. He was. He was dribbling the foot off. I mean, the ball off his foot. He was getting the ball taken to him. He had people booing him. It, did he? Did what did he say? He he said what he did was he let that fuel him. So all of the negative press and all of the negative things that people were saying about him, he put it in a jar and said, "You know what? I'm gonna look at this jar every day, and this is gonna fuel me and help me get over the hump." So he loved that. That's what made him who he was. And I think if a young athlete out there listening to us today no matter what can get you to push you in that right direction man this is what he did i'm not saying this is what you can do but this is what he did and i would take a page at least a page of that and put it in my own recipe yep 
100%. I agree 1000%, man. So man, that was it, man. That was I mean, that was that was a very touching um uh podcast right there, man, because like I said, Kobe gutted me out the other day, man. I I'm a 51-year-old man crying like I'm 5 years old for for hours and hours straight. You know, it was just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So uh, rest in peace, my man. You know, rest in peace and to the to the other family members who lost people in that that era helicopter crash man uh my condolences our condolences goes out to you guys as well so yeah uh, yes. it was it was a sad it was a sad day man and um i'm just glad we can get on and just talk and share some of the you know knowledge that you know we have and some of the moments that i had with his dad talking about you know his son and and how this i mean kid picked up what two three different languages he could speak man so <laughs> it, it's remarkable man that this kid is uh no longer with us man and I, I keep calling him a kid because i'm i'm, a, I'm older but yeah this young this young athlete man who played the game of basketball to the fullest man and he did whatever it took to be the best i mean he really went out there and showed everybody this is what i want to do i play this game but I don't play it just to have fun. I play it to win. And on that note right there, Liv, man, I want to thank Believe Network, man, for giving me and you. Uh, Robert Bobby Reed, co-host, uh, host of the show, Marcus Liberty, the legend. Uh, this opportunity to just share some of the stuff that's going on. And Man, I'm up out of here, Liv. Man, what you finna do? Man, it's time for me to unlace the Kobe Bryant shoes, man. It's time for me to unlace them, man, and put them on the shelf. Yeah. Well, thank y'all for listening again. Uh, if you're looking for advertising uh, opportunities, reach out, believenetwork.com. Uh, check us out on social media, Robert Bobby Reed. You can catch me on Facebook. You can catch Marcus Liberty on Facebook. Uh, the Real Marcus Liberty on Twitter. We up out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.